All right. And, oh, are you two? You could. No, you can't. No, I can't. <laughs> That's right, because you have little legs. Um, <laughs> I mean, I it's guess fine. we could get the poop from the bedroom. No, it's fine. Is it going to drive you crazy? No, it's fine. That's a yes. No. Hi, I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Annika. And you've reached the Peter Rabbit Hole. Hey, Miss 75. <laughs> podcast on a 10-minute children's book. What are we reading this week, Annika? This week, we are reading Norman the Dorman by Don Freeman. Norman the Dorman came out in 1959. It did indeed. Is this our oldest? No. I don't think so. I don't think... Our other mouse time. <laughs> you know, though it's yours. Uh, um, uh, yes. Anatole. Anatole. Right. Might have been older? Ooh, I did... <laughs> Would you... I counted up how many mice book we have done. <laughs> Would you like to take a guess? Five? This is our fifth one. Hey! Would you like to guess our next most prevalent animal? Mm. Bear? Bears. Bear. It's four, but maybe three and a half because there is technically no bear <laughs> in the, the mouse and the strawberry. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's why I have her animals. All right. So, oh, this was, this one yeah, is also this is, mine. Yes. This one is a Katie book. Uh, this one's from my childhood. It actually came to me from my second grade teacher. It's still written on the inside to Katie from Mrs. Bell. Oh. She was both my second and fourth grade teacher. Nice. As long as she was good. She was great. Actually, we're, <laughs> I still have the other book she gave me in fourth grade, and we're covering <laughs> that one later. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Bell. Yeah. Should we discuss where we've been I suppose we could do a, a small oh. update. Uh, th thank you, new listeners who all loved hot takes randomly yes. out of nowhere. Welcome. We will do a much deeper dive this time than hot takes was. Hope that's what you're looking for. <laughs> what, what have you been up to, Annika? I have opened three shows. It, four, even, because there was well, an extra yes, one in the four, shop. yes. Four shows have opened at my workplace, theater shows, plays, if you will, um, in the, <laughs> since the beginning of February, which for those who are not in the theater is a lot. Is a that lot. That is many shows. You, you did a rep and... Yes, we did uh, three straight plays and the musical Kinky Boots, which is great, but extremely big in the costume part because as it turns out, it's all about the fancy boots and the drag queens. Which should be dressed well. well. Yeah. So I've been, I've been busy. I did a yes. lot of tech weeks, which are times when I don't go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then I fall down. Uh, you, you go to bed in the mornings. Yes. In a real small little sliver. Yeah. 
So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Katie, where have you been? Oh, I have also been in a dark space. <laughs> uh, I decided it'd be a super fun time to give myself a concussion at the begin of fe- begin- beginning of February. It's not all firing just perfectly yet. And then, because I was bad at resting and gave myself a second fall in a week, my head decided it was scared I would keep hurting it, so it decided to give me post-concussion migraines. <sighs> so I had a migraine for over a month straight. Which just sounds like the worst possible outcome. I would not recommend. No. Zero stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now I've seen the neurologist and I'm doing better. Hooray! And you're still running three I'm, shows. But... but- now I'm just running shows, so yeah. my schedule's weird, but it's not overwhelming anymore. So we'll see when we get the yeah. next one. I would, I suspect that we will not manage a weekly update, but we might manage bi-weekly. Maybe at least not a, Once a month. solid three-month break. <laughs> I can, I'd say we can definitely promise a solid once a month right. release. That seems doable. Yeah. Maybe more as a surprise. We'll just see. Look, you're not paying for this content. <laughs> Unless you would like to, please subscribe to our Patreon page. One of these Yeah, where you can hear all of our unedited podcasts. Because that's what you want. That sounds like an awful time. We take out the bad noises. Yeah, all of Annika's well, loud Katie, drinks. Katie, Katie takes, takes out, out the loud noises. The loud noises. But this book. But this great book. Okay. Norman the Dorman. I just love, it just makes me so happy. And I think those of you who have been here before will understand. Nope, nope. Fun facts. Fun facts. You can do it. Tell me about Don Freeman first. Let me tell you about Don Freeman. First, man has a great signature. It's very good. It's very good. (laughs) So Don Freeman was born August of 1908. Gosh. Uh, he has departed, shockingly, yeah. uh, in 1978. Okay. He was a painter, printmaker, cartoonist. That checks out. With yeah. The it, art of this book. He uh, lived a couple places when he was young, but he went to San Diego for the School of Fine Arts mm-hmm. and paid his way to New York, because that's where he wanted to go be an artist, by playing the coronet on a ship orchestra. So I guess he took the long way <laughs> from San Diego. Huh. Weren't expecting that one, were you? That is not where I thought that sentence was going, like at any of the ends of any of those words. Nope. Uh, so lucky him, he showed up in uh, New York in 1929, days before the stock market crashed. Oof. So... While he had a hard time making a living as an artist, a visual artist, he made a living as a dance band musician. Okay. You got... Sure. You gotta do something. Gotta do something. And it's still art. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, He's also a jazz musician, but I think that's really the side thing. But he did. He made it as um, an artist, clearly, as we're reading his book. Yes. He did a lot of cartooning. Was in lots of publications. Mm-hmm. He really enjoyed depicting average day people, especially post Great Depression, living that 
hard life. And in 1951, the, I think the Wikipedia page where he was like, he lightened up a bit <laughs> uh, and started doing, adding children's books nice. to it. He wrote about 20. Uh-huh. You will know him best from the Corduroy series. Oh. Right? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Huh. He only wrote two or three. So like the whole franchise yeah. has come post. Interesting. Right? But when you think about it, it really, even though he moved um, back to California in like the 50s, I mm-hmm. think he still tended to use the city as his big yeah. inspiration. Because you remember Corduroy's in like yeah. a giant New York feeling department store. That's Yes. It's been a while since I've thought about Corduroy. <gasps> Me too. But I can see him in my brain. Yep. And there the he is. illustration yeah. feels right. His wife, Linda, was also an artist and a collaborator on some of his books. Cool. New York City really appreciated his work, and the mayor gave him a citation 20 years after the good citation, not the bad one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 20 years after he'd moved out of the city. Oh, wow. Just because his work was so placed and was such a, you know, captured the spirit. Okay. Other things to know, uh, a little bit about Norman and Dorman. Uh, there's been a television version that when there's like 15 minute movies, 15 Great. minutes, 15 minute movie. And another book that I had not heard of him doing, uh, but I think we should clearly cover. Yes, is called Hattie the Backstage Bat. <gasps> And one of the illustrations is clearly an old man with a ghost light behind him as yes. the, the bat wearing a hat, hence Hattie. And it's clearly like a back, like a Broadway backstage. Yes, let's put it on the list. The, the only problem is from thrift books, we can pay $25 for it, $28 or $69 for it. Clearly not one of his most popular. No, I suppose that it hasn't had the uh, extended print run that Norman the Dorman or Corduroy Corduroy got. Yes. Uh, But I think we're going to make it happen because... Yes, that sounds necessary. Right? Uh, That's what I have on Mr. Freeman. Neat. Yeah. So this book is very good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, It's real cute. And I will tell you the synopsis of it. Please do. Okay, so, as you might infer from A, us talking about mice, and B, the (laughs) name of the book, there is a Norman, and he's a doorman, and he's also a mouse. Yes. So he's the doorman for the mouse door for the museum, the majestic museum of art that's definitely not the Met. Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely not, not the Met. Met. But um, definitely the Met. <laughs> but absolutely the Met. And he runs tours, which I find a, I find his job description slightly confusing. I'll be honest. We'll, we'll get there. But we'll get there yeah. later. So Norman, he's the doorman at the museum and he runs tours as well through the basement where he shows off all of the art and treasures that are in the basement of the museum. Um, and he does little tours and all the mice really love it but he's always worried about the watchman uh and his flashlight because this upstairs guard uh often sets traps 
mousetraps in the basement. Um, yes. And Norman dismantles them. He's got it all figured out, but he doesn't want to get like caught right. doing a tour with all the like tour group because that would be bad press, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lawyers would be involved. It'd be a whole yeah. thing. So whenever the, the uh, upstairs guard with the flashlight comes by, all the mice do a scamper. Yeah. Uh, except for Norman, who goes back to his apartment, which is in uh, the helmet of a suit of armor. Which is great. Yes. And he's, when he's at home, he, uh, he removes his doorman outfit <laughs> and he puts on his artist outfit. Um, and he, his hobby is art. His hobby is art. He, this mouse is a big fan of art. And he's all about art. You're going to say that all judgy. Like, that's <laughs> not us. So he goes home and he tries to create something pleasing or beautiful. Uh, and one day, he's looking at all the traps that he's dismantled, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to make a sculpture. Yeah. And so he takes the mouse traps apart, and he gets some other wires, and he stays up all night, and he makes a beautiful mouse-on-a-flying-trapeze sculpture out of wire. And then he has a nice sleep. But then the next morning... He sees someone looking at a sign outside the museum, and he looks at the sign, and there's a sculpture contest. Prizes! Open to all artists, great and small. And they are accepting works in stone, iron, bronze, wood, or wire. Today! Today! Last, last day! day. <laughs> and so Norman gets very excited, and he runs back inside, and he gets his statue, and he names it uh, The Trapeze. By stealing the trap sign from the mouse traps, and a label that says cheese, and ripping off the ee's part, uh, and putting them together, he's very proud of it. He and should be. Yes, he should. And he carries it round the front of the museum and up the stairs, and he follows the other people who are carrying their sculptures in, uh, and he drops it off, and then he scurries away, and that's cool and then there's the judging of mm -hmm. the museum pieces and there's all the fancy people looking around and everyone really likes the mouse sculpture but they have no idea who submitted it and the guards didn't see anybody bringing it in and that's very confusing until our upstairs mustachioed guard goes wait a minute I've got I know who did this surely and so he goes downstairs with his flashlight. We'll talk more about yes. that hypothesis. Yes. Uh, and so he goes downstairs, and then he finds a mousetrap sticking out of a helmet, which is just... Norman was getting a little sloppy there, I guess. <laughs> and he looks inside, and he sees the apartment, but no Norman, because Norman has been waiting outside all day for a, a tour party from the country who stood him up, I guess. <laughs> Or they're just late. They're just late. There's a big snowstorm happening. Yeah. And so the guard goes out to find Norman, and he is very... He manhandles him an awful lot, but also gives him a fairly large piece of cheese. We'll, we'll discuss All that. of this. Yeah. The interaction is interesting. Yeah. But the guard brings Norman back inside, where they're awarding trap, uh, the prize for trapeze, because he's won first prize for wire... Um, and then he's presented to the master of ceremonies, I guess, who is very excited to meet this mouse who made art. Yeah. Um, and when Norman is asked what he would like for his prize, which is absolutely how prizes work, 
don't worry, we're, we'll spend a little time on that interaction. Um, Norman says that the thing he's always wanted is to get to look around the upstairs museum without getting caught. And so our upstairs guard friend takes him on a tour of the museum and then the country mice have showed up. And so he takes them on their tour and then it's up night pun. She sure is. <laughs> Thank you. Very thorough. So thorough. There's just a lot of happens. Yeah. And what is always funny is I always like still my synopsis down to like three lines and you do <laughs> longer ones. Let us know if you prefer. Yes. It Which one? It won't necessarily change us, but we're just curious. It's nice to know. Engage. You could send us an email about it at thepeterrabbithole at gmail.com. Or comment on the Instagram post. It's at peterrabbithole. On the Instagram. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Been a while. Yes. Like we just There might be a comments box on the website. Yeah, there's a message. You can find it at (laughs) www.peterhavahole.com. So, the art style. Yes. Colored pencil. Yeah. Just really good colored pencil work. And we've really leaned into the sketchiness of it. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some places where there's like the black is the the out there's line work. Right. That's a little bit more like a decisive line, but there's so much sketchy. And even in that, it's so black colored pencil. Yes. Uh huge on the pinks and blues. So much pinks and blues. This especially in the shadows, yes. which I love really a lot like there's so much color in the shadows it's really it adds a nice whimsy to it yeah one thing i'll also say that i found interesting is it doesn't look like he it looks like he used eight colors of colored pencils yeah like it's the same blue it's the same Same pink and we just layered yeah and it doesn't it's very good yeah if he used more than like a 12 set of colors i would be shocked Yes, same. I we do, do we do love a tight color palette. We do. I wonder sometimes when I look at this if this isn't actually what inspired my like not me with paints cuz yeah. my husband loves to point out I overwork my paints. But like just grab some colored pencils and just mm-hmm. do some scribbles. It I think I think Mr. Don Freeman had huge impacts on my <laughs> personal aesthetic. Shelving notes. Shelving you don't notes. have any, but do I do. Wait, let me... Copyright issue. You have shelving notes? Mm-hmm. What, what year is yours from? I believe this one's from 1987. Oh, mine's from 69. Ah! In great shape. Yeah. Yes, apparently in... The copyright was renewed by Lydia Freeman in 1987. Oh. So that might be why this is a... Why? Uh, just because I received this yeah. book in like 92 or something like that. It does seem surprising. Oh, you've got a... Do you have a title page that I don't have? Oh, yeah. I got a great title. Oh, do you not have a title page? No. It. I have a that. Oh, I have a that too. Uh, because this... this is not a visual <laughs> my first page is a great two-page spread of Norman sitting on a statue's beard with a fishing pole hooking the cheese off of a trap. 
Yeah, no, there's no um, indication of how he disables the cheese traps oh. in this copy oh. of the book. Didn't, do you notice that the, um, the title page you have is a portrait yes. of Norman the Dorman, and his name is done in rainbow, and what I believe are the, the pencils. The pencils, yes. It's so good. And then you've got the, your dedication yes. is the same. Little flower, so Super cute. Super long dedication. Very, very long dedication. Um, but, oh, anyways, yes. the, the shelving notes. Please. The shelving notes in this copy are, well, I can tell you the summary as well. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, hit Norman, me both. the doorman of a mouse hole in an art museum, uses his own art talent and finds a way to see the art treasures in the galleries upstairs. Which is true. Yeah. I'd give it maybe like one more line, but yeah. yeah. Um... And the shopping notes are mice, fiction, <laughs> museums, fiction. fiction. That's all. <laughs> art, fiction. But like, <laughs> it's, it's an art museum. Yeah, it. I think, I think it's only weird that there's not a shelving note specifically about the creation oh, of, of the art. art. That's or true. Yeah. Art. Maybe it just needs museum fiction. Art museum yeah. fiction. Perhaps. But, uh, yeah. That's... All right. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going... I'm going to read the dedication just because yeah. it's fascinating. To... Dole? Doyle. Doyle and David, Hillary and Tony, Wiggy and Tooney, Stevie and Sarah, Bernard and Curtis, and with two pieces of cheese for my nieces Donna and Patty... That's a long dedication for a 10-minute children's <laughs> book. It is a 64-page book. Yes, it is. I always think it's fascinating when books are numbered. Yes. Or just like children's books. Yeah. Because you need to keep track of what page you left off on. Who knows? Right. Okay. So here we go. It's Norman the Doorman. He is just... The most classy little doorman with his blue jacket. With his brass buttons and his little hat. I would like to know who made the mouse-sized doorman hat. I thought you were going to ask about the jacket. I was going to be like, no. clearly him. But Because, like, all of the all the other mice are also wearing clothes. Yes. Like, clothing well, is... Of some level. Some of them are very fancy. The next oh, yes. page, you got a whole, like, fancy, fancy, fancy pants. There is a mouse in the tuxedo, no pants. Nope, but top hat. But top hat and white tie. Mm-hmm. And there's a lady in an orange evening gown and pearls and green. Ridiculous sunglasses. They are excellent. They look like, they look extremely specifically like the sunglasses that are in a cool anime called Gurren Lagann that... But that the design for those sunglasses was stolen from an episode of Pokemon where Bulbasaur wears sunglasses that look like this. Uh, my grandmother would have worn these in the 50s and she would have been like, everyone was wearing them. So, But they're in ball gowns and then there's three mice in scarves. Yep. Like Huey, Dewey, and Louie scarves. Yeah. And this is 
So he, these are his patrons. Yeah. And he's brought them in. But there's always this moment, come right in, Norman would say to his cousins, the Petrians. Petrinis. Petri- Which ones are those? Well, these are not the same two. These groups did not come together. I think the implication is that the bescarved mice might be the children. Children don't have to be dressed as fancy as adults, but it seems weird that you would wear a tux and a ball gown and not and then, bother to put your children in anything but a scarf. Right, like a little sweater vest or yeah. something. Something. I just Anyways, so th- like we've established that mice wear clothes. Mm-hmm. I just want to know yes. where the where the mouse haberdashery is. Like where are they getting the because like you can make clothes. A scarf, you can make clothes. Absolutely. There's some country mice with scarves on their heads yeah. later. Super get it. A, a hat, especially a top, A, a top hat, and B, that kind of um, uniform. uniform. They're very structured. Cap. They're super structured, and they take some really specific fabrics. <laughs> As someone whose job it is to make hats, I yes, have a yeah. big feeling about this. And I've certainly taken had... a lot of these apart to try and God. fix them They're so... or wash them. Like that one time. Do you remember? It was Tony. I don't don't remember. He's. I don't think I was here for Tony. Yeah. He was a, he's a, one of the babies. He wasn't an intern. Oh, Tony. uh, Red hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was 12th night. It was 12th night. It may have been, but I was not. It was not 12th 12th night. It was the other one. Much Ado About Nothing. Ah. And he was yeah. in a the oh, officer's he hat, and I had officer. to take the hat line, oh. the outside of the hat off every other show and wash it because he sweat and it turned the hat orange for reasons that I never understood. Oh God, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a big feeling about this particular genre right. of hat, and I just don't believe that at least that this mouse built this hat, but. Now that we've moved on to the next page where there's the top-hatted mouse, perhaps like there is a doorman at the yeah. museum, perhaps someone works, like perhaps there is a mouse who lives in a hat store and makes mouse-sized hats. Because I have wondered, this very much seems like his job. Yeah. And the uniform and the hat makes it feel like this is a place of employment, not... I found this museum and occasionally my friends come and hang out. Yeah. What was the employment agency that, like, <laughs> established this? Well, the, the hat and the coat imply that, but the way that he approaches the job feels oh, more is... like this is, a, this is a passion project, right? But this mouse found this museum and was like, this place, mm. I gotta show you. And then appointed himself the doorman. And likes to give a tour because he wants to show you how cool it is. But do you think the mouse that lives in the haberdashery just makes my size hats for the fun of it? Yeah. I mean, I just say possible. I, I think it is a shame that you're assuming because it's the arts, he must love it and therefore <laughs> does not deserve it. <laughs> real <laughs> let's move on to the sad <laughs> clown portrait <laughs> yeah so i love i do love that it's the basement of the museum that he yes. tours through because they are full of stuff that you don't oh, get to see such good stuff uh here's 
a line that cracked me up and it was very meaningful to me as a child. Uh, Norman would explain every painting in detail and handle each masterpiece with as much care and respect as if he'd painted it himself. No. no. When they, you paint them, they're just crap leaning up against the wall. <laughs> yeah, you made that. It's garbage. Right, yeah. And just pile it with the rest of the garbage. <laughs> Even if people are willing to buy it from you, you're still like, yeah, flip through that pile. Yeah, no, no worries. It's fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean... Perhaps we don't have to use extreme reference for Sad Clown by Cecil C. B. Something. Blocked out by. I I did Google Sad Clown by Cecil B. And I could not. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of sad clown paintings out there. And if you would yes. like a couple creepy images to linger on before you go to bed, please Google Sad, sad clown. clown paintings. At least it's not on Black Velvet. Oh. oh, but it is. I do love how the fancy mice are so captivated. Right. And then there's the kids or the, the, the scarved mice who are doing, they're like doing that thing where you imita imitate the pose of the statue. Yeah. Um, but then here comes the sharp-eyed guy. Yeah. The upstairs guard. With... Quite the mustache choice, given the year this book was released. Well, it gets bushier later. It's Does it's it? a very tight crop to his lip mustache. It, we will not go as far as to say it is a Hitler stash. But it is reminiscent now that you pointed out. Yeah, to me. which is funny. I've never thought of that before. It just it always feels bigger. Yeah, because I I literally just read. So I read this book a while ago when you were, like, a couple of years ago when you were like, have you read this book? It's yeah. very good. And then I sat down and I read it because that's what we do sometimes. And then, but the next time I read it was 25 minutes ago because I was procrastinating. I didn't get from the library for her and leave it outside of her door. Of course not. Days. Or two months ago. <laughs> I had plenty of opportunities that I did not take. I will absolutely own up to that. But despite it having been truly about 25 minutes since I last looked at this image of this man, right. my brain still told me that he has a much bigger mustache right. than he does. I think he has such fabulous eyebrows. They're very good. And so this the, the artistic style is very simple and sketchy. Yeah. But... Amazing features on the humans. So good. Very minimal. It's that cartooning of yeah. like super successful with minimal lines because when yeah. you you get such the 3D shape of his face mm -hmm. and his jacket is barely even drawn in. Yeah. Of the it's like, it's blue. Yeah, He's wearing blue. it. <laughs> but even like when you just look at his thumb knuckle, like mm -hmm. it's really excellent. Yeah. And he's easy to pick out. Like, you can tell that it's the same guard in all the images yeah. of him, despite the fact that it is always very simple shapes, and he later shows up with a bunch of humans. Yeah, it's it's very good. Um, I always enjoyed... This is not a huge book for movement. No. Except <laughs> when all the mice flee. Yes. And in the little river of mice. Uh, streaks of pink and white lightning. Yes. And it's... They are very... <laughs> they're going... So fast. Oh, where our top hat? Nowhere to be seen nope. in the rush. Sunglasses also gone. You know, 
they'll just pick it up on the next time they swing through Fifth and Madison. Yeah. My book's very loud. Such a loud book. And it's, I've read it plenty. <laughs> Avery really likes it too. She yeah. often requests to read it and it makes me super happy. Did you notice all the mice? White mice. They are. It's easier to love white mice. Like we know white mice are friendly. They might also just show up better. Ooh, that's true. On the, in the, in the colors. Cause these and are, yes, the country mice I, they're, are not. No, I, mm, or it's shady. It might be very shady. But I think you might be right. But I think the country mice are brown. Huh. Interesting. I don't think we're making no, a, I don't a think big we're statement making, there. No. Uh, though this book was done in 1951. Yeah. So, although, to be fair, let, you know what? Let's just move on. Yeah. Norman happens to be a white and pink mouse. Yes. Uh, but we learn about his sweet studio apartment. Also, this this two-page spread of the armor, the two yes, different views yeah. of the armor. The use of pink. Right? Is so good. It's so lovely. It's just it, like the the pink is like the the subtle shadow. Mm -hmm. And it's so pretty. That's one thing I I just adored about this book is we've used pink all over like it's brown. Yeah. Like just all over the place. It's a neutral. Don't yep. worry about it. <laughs> Yes, and then we see inside the helmet. I do love the cross-section view. How fabulous are the feathers on this ancient helmet? So good. That's some very well-kept ostrich feathers. Yes, which uh, we just have sitting out in the dust of the downstairs. I mean, eh, to be fair. You just replace the You just get some new ones. They're real cheap. Yeah. Um, but there he is in his artist beret and yep. smock. It's Almost exactly the outfit that we put um, the main actor in uh, Sunday in the Park with George. Yes. About George Seurat yeah. painting the dot painting. The, this, this is what is, you wore. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> this is what you wear if, if you're, you're trying a, to tell the world you're an artist. Yeah. It's very good. Um, and here he is painting and he's using a feather. Just a cut-off feather. Yeah. It, a paintbrush. I, mean, I get it. Yeah. I, I see it. Um, and he's painting a plate of cheese as a still life. He has this amazing little mouse statue that looks like it. the wood is resembling Swiss cheese. It's yeah. lovely. I do like that mouse statue. And then he's just got his piles of Trap. traps hanging out. Each night after work, he tried to create something pleasing or beautiful, perhaps a painting of Swiss cheese and crackers. Or a statue. Yeah. He, he's a mouse of many talents. He is. He's certainly not uh, constrained to only one medium. I think that's wonderful. <laughs> I, I do feel like, you know, you're a mouse after Norman's own heart. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> this, I'm not even entirely sure if this book, like, went into my childhood book collection or so much as it, just, just stayed in your actual collection. Yes, I. <laughs> Anatole was clearly a bit where I got my love for 
French and cheese <laughs> from it, especially French cheese. But like, I just thought Norman Lip was living the best life ever, <laughs> mouse or human. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then one p- bitter cold day, he decides to stay in the studio. Yes. Which one would then maybe argue that he is in control of the visiting hours? I think he is. It's also New York in the winter. It could be closed for a blizzard. Yeah. And so he's going to turn the traps into something. Uh, he, for some time, he'd been collecting mousetraps and odd scraps of picture hanging wire with the intention of putting them to artistic use. And I'm always like, mm. who talks like that? Fair. But also, who doesn't do that? Well, yeah. Of all the things that you just keep yeah. in a box because it's a good shape or you might need it or once I wanted one and I couldn't find it and now I have it so I can't get rid of it because I'll want it again one day six years from now and I'll forget that I have it and then I'll have to go get it. Uh, so Avery's teacher needed supplies to make trash ornaments uh, which include cans and lucky for her the dog is eating canned dog food now or I wouldn't have been yeah. able to see it. but it was paper towel rolls so I was like great I just happen to have Four, because these are an arts and crafts supply, why would you throw them slash recycle them? Yeah. You just keep them. You just keep them, along with other random bits of Everything. Things. Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, how much space does he have in this helmet? Well, it's just that the helmet is attached to the rest of the armor. He's laid down a blanket of yeah. support. But I'm just saying, it feels like he's got... He's a got a fair amount space. of space. But if you think about it, a helmet has to be the size of a head plus the whole oh, yeah. punch out. And if you're a mouse. And we're going to make him like a small, cute mouse, not yeah. like a New York City rat. So if you stand him up on my jaw, <laughs> he doesn't even hit my cheekbone. That's true. Yeah. You know? and, you, and it's one of these hilarious pointy... So that's a fairly spacious space for a mouse. I'll I'll give it to you. Yeah. (laughs) And if he gets desperate, he can always use the rest of the armor. (laughs) Nobody's stopping him. Clearly. (laughs) Uh, So he's, he's twisted and poked. I love he's getting more disheveled as he works. Yes. Like when he starts, it's clearly cold and he's got his little scarf and his furry earmuffs. And then... He's opened up his coat, but his earmuffs are still on. And then by the end, it's just a mess. And he has a tiny mallet. Yep. Tiny my son's mallet. And he's doing the classic other thing you know when someone's an artist, he holds his thumb up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure why he's measuring it with his thumb. Because not what you do. That's not what that's for. On a statue. And this man would know. But that. he. I, I'm sorry. Uh, so, uh, in, in regards to, yes, Don Freeman would know this. He also knows not everybody else knows this. Yes. And that it's a very good, like, this is a, this is a mouse who knows art. Right. Right. This is a mouse who knows enough about art to have the outfit and to do the thumb trick. Right. (laughs) Uh, and he makes this fabulous little sculpture. It is... Uh, it's the mousetrap base. Yeah. Bent around, and then it's a little wire mouse. Like, it's in, almost made out of one continuous piece, but not quite. Yeah. Swinging from it. Yes. 
Like a trapeze. It's quite lovely. Yeah. Where did he get his tiny mallet? The same place he got his hat. I I don't know why. It, the tiny rubber mallet is the one thing I'm like. What about the tiny shovel? It uses on the next page. It's like a spoon broken, converted. It's very I don't shovel shaped. I'm just saying. I feel like I know how to make everything else except for <laughs> a tiny rubber mallet. Find a little piece of rubber and you stick a toothpick in it. But you gotta like, it's it's very well crafted. It is a well crafted mallet. I do love how soundly he sleeps now that his yes. heart is out. He's so he's pleased. done it. He does seem slightly naked sleeping without. Mm -hmm. his jacket I love that the fuzzy ears hang with the hat yes <laughs> they are essentially one piece <laughs> and then early next morning we're shoveling out our interest entrance yes and we go to see the sign because a man is reading a sign we've never thought to look at it before to be fair I could see it if you're a mouse and you're busy with a job you maybe don't parade around the front yeah. too much that's true they decide they need the museum cat. <laughs> uh, and so it reads, Sculpture Contest. Open to all artists, great and small. Prizes, prizes. Works in stone, iron, bronze, wood, or wire. Welcome, last day today. And then we get another good movement picture. That is true. Sure. It, a great thing about colored pencils is you make the little swishy lines. Yep. And there they go. They're going so fast. Oh, maybe that's yeah. why the helmet is propped. Oh, yeah, because he needed to, like, prop it open to get the sculpture out. So, how does he get that thing down? Great question. Because it's a long way down from the top of a suit of armor. Yeah. And it's a big sculpture compared to a mouse. Yep. And I feel like dropping it would not be a safe choice no. after he spent all that time on it. No, I mean, there is the argument because he's been storing traps up there and they're heavy, but you could bang them around. Is there possibly some internal pulley weight system to the night? I mean, given the rest of the world building, not unlikely. Yeah, and there's certainly enough space inside of... Suit of armor. I, I feel like it would also be on a stand. Like Oh yeah. So there's a stand in mm, there. That's right? True. It's not freestanding. No. I've met armor before. And if you think ha having been been people who have interacted with real armor, it's so much even bigger than you think it's going to be. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause it can't just wrap around your neck like a turtleneck. It's got to sit out about, so if someone whacked it with a sword... You don't just die of crushing your windpipe. Right. <laughs> yes. So, they, there. there's some space in there. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. And so he goes to get it, but then he realizes he needs a title. I am with him on this. Unnamed work. It just... What evens the point? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do like the... Trapeze. Of course you do. It's a terrible pun. It's a terrible pun. And he's so pleased. He's so pleased with his little mallet. And uh, he, he was a modest mouse. He practically burst a button off his coat. <laughs> so he 
somehow gets it down. Yeah. And carries and it in. Covers it in a little mm-hmm. cloth because everybody else is carrying in their statues covered. I mean, it's clearly a New York City blizzard happening. Yeah. It's very snowy. Gosh, he's working so hard to get it up the front stairs. I know. How did no one notice the mouse hauling the... S- <laughs> it's very snowy, it's and very you want to get back to the subway. Yeah, yeah. The mouse is doing something, and I don't care because it's not my mouse. That's, that is true. This is New York mentality. Like, that's not my problem or my friend. I Moving cannot on, see it. Right? And we've got great little, uh, he's followed the gentleman in who's taken yeah. the cloak off of his piece of artwork and hung his hat off the back. And so has Norman. Yeah. And the, that gentleman has um, a lot of snow on his shoes. It's very snowy outside and he's not wearing boots. Those are definitely leather loafers. He might have galoshes on over top of them. Oh. Like the shoe shaped kind. Oh, uh, he might. Well, how great is that facial hair on that artist? Yes. He's, he's also walking like an artiste. Yes. He's very nose forward. <laughs> <laughs> and chest out. Yeah. Like an artiste. Yes. And it's very fun. And we get a shot inside the museum. Yeah. And we see our sharp eyed, sharp eyed guard. Yep. His mustache slightly bigger. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's a couple days later, at <laughs> least. And then we see... Um, see Norman putting it down amongst all the other statues. I love looking at the statues. I feel like I notice a fun little bit about the collection every time. They're pretty good. And just the idea of having to come up with a whole bunch of like, this is a statue by someone who knows how to art but doesn't do it professionally, who thought about doing it and was using the medium of. And it's fun for a kid's book. Yes. And it's like, I need them to be generic but interesting but not too hard to render right so like there's a couple very modern pieces and then there's like a gentleman holding a balloon with a girl that's very mad about it in the background (laughs) i like the the posed chicken oh yes the chicken is very it's doing ballet i think (laughs) Um, I also had those. There's a cat statue in the back who's clearly watching Norman. <laughs> I'm always so distracted by the Spanish lady. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're real fun. They're very good. And so he heads on out. Back to his job. Yep. Through the front door. Well... He hasn't been through the main floor. I don't know that he knows how to get to the downstairs I don't think he does. from upstairs. And to be fair, the amount of art in the basement, why, there's a part of yeah. you that's like, it'd be so long before you needed. Yes. Uh, and this is the part that always confused me a tad. Uh-huh. He goes back and he's sewing on new brass buttons on his blue coat. Yeah. And I was always like, it said he was so proud he Almost. Right. D- did and he? And in the snow, he's got all four of them, but they might be getting loose. And then, he, but then it's new brass buttons. Mm. So maybe we were just feeling fancy. fancy. That could be. But we're using a real human-sized needle with real human-sized thread. Which can you imagine how <laughs> thick that is going? It's like, yeah, that'd be a lot. While wearing mouse-sized glasses with a beret. Yeah, and. 
and have we have found a way to put the light bulb directly into the visor of the helmet. I've wondered about that because the basement doesn't have any sunlight for our skylight. Yeah. We've obviously worked around it. Yeah. I'm still getting over because the buttons are my side buttons. It'd be like trying to sew on a button with like chunky yarn <laughs> <laughs> or like a rope. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's time to judge. And these are just the most cliche art judges. Yes. The woman with the uh, lunettes, I yes. think, is my favorite. Yes. I don't particularly like the bitchy brunette in the background. Yeah. She's... Eh. Yeah. The facial hair on the gentleman in the background of the fish is... Very good. Yes. He feels, because he's a, he's pinker than anybody else, uh -huh. and he's got such specific facial hair and black, he feels like he's a drawing of somebody. Yes, yeah. It, More so than anybody else in the book, I think. everyone else feels like good personality, Absolutely. individuality, but all a very standard expectation yeah. of what 1950s art judges would look like. Yeah. And then him. And he's, yeah, he's, a, he's more unkempt. Because also, the facial hair, he's maybe not someone who should have a full beard. Yeah. But he does. But he does. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I wonder who he is in real life. <laughs> I, well, oh, we were reading uh, When the Relatives Came, and there were just like two people were like, this feels specific. <laughs> yeah. Then we're all close. Oh, yep. I did not what? realize that the, the, that. The bronze statue was named Bronco Buster. Uh, the skater is done by Icy Pond. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I didn't see that one. I didn't see that one until this reading. <laughs> and they're all clustered around. Nothing but backless dresses on the ladies. Yep. Such deep, deep plunges on the ladies' dresses. I like that a lot of the art looks very modern. Uh-huh. That it's, in the basement, it's a lot of, like, ancient. Mm, yeah, it's a lot of Greek statues. It's a lot of, like, real traditional mm -hmm. art. But, man, we got some very modern. Although I feel like, also, even in the that first look at the top floor, it's a lot more odd. Some of it's more modern. Yeah, but we got that. That guy. That piece. It, it's very geometric. It's, it's almost leaning in a, like, Picasso-y direction. But I it think... seems to be signed. I wonder if it's a real piece. Miro? Mm -hmm. Might be. Who knows? Anyways, yes, Moving it on. is neat that it's very modern. Art. Yeah. A collection. Yeah. And, uh, and now we're staring at the amazing... Yes. Uh, trapeze. Yes. And again, just um, fantastic facial features on the main judge with so, so good. So little yeah. lines. All the ladies seem mean. They're just so snooty. They seem very snooty. Am, no, no. I was like, am I being unfair? I'm like, no. no. Also, nothing but blue eyeshadow, apparently. Well. Yeah. That seems alright. Yeah, and then the curator, I, I think, goes, or one of the judges, goes to ask the guards if they saw. And all of the guards are so distinct. 
I think he's a curator because he's wearing a black bow tie and not a white right. bow tie. That was my guess also. Um, yeah, I love that Like, there's another guard who also has dark hair and a mustache. Completely and is absolutely different. clearly not our guard. It, the structure of his face is completely yeah. different. Shape of his nose. Yeah, it's all of it. Fantastic. It's very good. Here's my thing. He's asking the guards, was there no registration table? Apparently not. Seems like some shoddy organization. Well, I mean, if you think about the Met, where until very recently you, it was donation-based admittance. Right. Wait, is it no longer? They've changed it. I mean, um, they try. So that they it, try really hard, so you don't realize it's donation-based. Yeah. Um, but I think they changed it recently, and it's a like if you're fr- if you have if you live in New York. It's it's free, but if you're visiting, it's not or something. I don't. Yeah. Remember. I mean, which mixed feelings. I can understand, but I it, think is a bummer. Yeah. Um, it takes a lot of money. To so much run money. A museum. Um, but I can think of like if this isn't the Met. Um, just feels like it. Yes. And it is a free museum, and it's the fifties. Maybe you do just let people walk around. But walk around one thing. Enter an art mm. contest. Mm. That's my registration table question. Fair. Okay, okay. No, you're right. That's true. Yes. Man, the really uh, grouchy looking lady, some great earrings. Yeah. Like, Her whole outfit, actually, is it's very excellent. good. The earrings and the like swirlies on her dress. Let's see. And F- her... 59. So she's definitely leaning into that yeah. 60s fashion. Absolutely. And her hair tie matches her dress. Is she possibly wearing black fishnet gloves? Yes, she does seem to be. I, well, I wish she wasn't scowling because yeah. I like her quite a bit. Yeah. I like her fashion quite a bit. Um, all right. So can't understand why none saw the artist. And then our, our gentleman. Yes. Oh, this is where all my mousetrap have been going. Yeah. He recognizes it. No one else could have those ma- that brand of mousetraps. Right, in the 50s, because there's so many brands of mousetrap. <laughs> How does he get there? The mice are not interact, like... They don't interact at all. No. But we're like, aha, aha. clearly there's clearly a mouse. Clearly a mouse has entered this art contest. With my traps... Because yeah, no, but yeah. I don't, it, it is a big leap. Like a big leap. A very big leap that we went, because like, sure, if it was a, if we had like seen the mouse sometimes right. and like done some like sneaky interactions, mm-hmm. maybe, it but w- there have been no interactions. How disconcerting it would be not to find a bunch of snap traps, but to find no, no traps. traps. Under that assumption, I would maybe go, these mice are smarter than I take them for. <laughs> yep. Fair. But down down he goes. Yep. <laughs> so shadowy down. Where he finds the mousetrap propping up the visor. And then he lifts up the visor, and there he sees... Why? Because we've already come back. 
and we sewed our buttons on our jacket. Yes. So and I don't know no... why. There's no reason for it to be propped open. Yeah. It... I was trying to give him a pass with trying to get the, the statue yeah. out. I, I, I think it's a tad lazy problem solving. But it is a big problem to make, which is how do you get that man to look specifically in this night? I do think you could outfit. maybe have it sticking out not not quite so, so much. <laughs> like it's full on its side, snappy as being able to read it. But yeah. it is a little... On little, the nose. Yes. Yeah. But there he goes. He's looking inside and finding a mouse nest, which is never a good surprise. No. I think it's fascinating that he sees the wires and the parts of the trap. But strangest of all is the little straw bed. I'd be like... Really? That's that's the part? Because a little straw bed seems pretty normal for a mouse. How about it the art easel? <laughs> a blanket. But yeah, the easel with a, art, with a painting on it seems like it would be more surprising. I mean, the bed is on a little wooden frame, but still... But it's still a pile of straw. The least surprising thing. Like, presumably, have. because he's on duty while the guard is looking for him... There's a there's a little smock and a beret hanging up as well. Like that is a surprise. Yes. Tiny art palette somewhere. <laughs> and then we find we find our mouse hole. Yes. Oh god. Poor Norman. He's so cold. So cold. And you're like, you didn't install a doorbell or no. something? Just an awning. Anything. Oh, he's so so, so cold. Whiskers all frostbitten. Yeah. And now the guard has gotten bundled up, come around and seen him. Ha ha! You imagine how long it took to get around? <laughs> and Norman flees inside. But the guard tempts him with a piece of cheese. And I'm really surprised by Norman's like basic animal instincts on this one. Right? It always feels like it's woe too easy for Way the guard to easy. grab him. Also, does that buy of cheese look like a Dorito to you? Yes. I I know it's cheese. I know it's cheese. For the last 30 years, it's clearly been a Dorito to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to make the story move along, yeah, because Norman smells the cheese and is like, well, I could just stick my nose out a little bit. And then the guard grabs him by his tail. Which is so rude. Like, you've come to the conclusion that this mouse is sentient. Like, this mouse makes art. Right. Like, this mouse is a whole person. You can see it's wearing an outfit. You don't grab a dude who makes art and wears an outfit by the tail. No. You just don't. But how great are those gloves? They're very good gloves. Uh, but also... I do see the thing. If he scurries back in, you have to go all, all the, the way, way around, around and downstairs again. Yes. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Say, are you the rascal who's been taking my mouse traps every day and using them for artistic purposes? <laughs> Is this... I do love Norman's response to that. I mean, it's a great, it's a great question. <laughs> But the fact that Norman's response to this is, it's just a hobby. It's just my hobby. <laughs> like arms out. And this is a moment where you go, can they understand each other? I don't know. Yes. But then, then the guard tosses him up on his shoulder. But keeps holding his tail. But to be fair, the part of his tail is holding, no. Not helpful. Not in 
slip right out. But Norman seems to be satisfied with his cheese. So he is worried he'll be taken to jail. <laughs> Which I'm like, this man put down an old this metal... Man, this man is trying to kill all the mice. Jail sounds quite lovely. Yeah. I hear there's straw. <laughs> natural lighting. Yeah. Maybe. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like... 1950s chills. No kitty. No. <laughs> oh, I didn't look at the statues very closely on this uh, walk up from the inside to the where the presentation is happening. For the mantis playing the, the guitar. guitar. I love him very much. Uh, the other ones are fine. But yeah. the mantis playing the guitar is very good. It's so weird. And you can even see just enough of the title. It's like playing mantis. Yep. My Norman is surprised as they walk into the museum and he hears, Hooray for trapeze! Well, oh, I'll be bamboozled, cried the guard. And he is certainly making a bamboozled face. It's a very bamboozled face. I believe, I do believe you've won a prize. And they're waiting for you to step forward and receive the award. But how will you prove, I mean, obviously this is how you'll prove that it's his. But how will you prove that you're the one who made the statue if you didn't register it when you came in right? with your statue? Like you're just going to walk in and be like, oh yeah, that was me. I did a real good job. Thank you. I get to name what my prize will be. I love the expression of everyone's face when the guard rushes up with his mouth in his <laughs> yes. hands. The guard is so pleased. So pleased. And there's a woman screaming in the background. Yep. Someone's knocked over a wine glass. Uh-huh. And the take affrontedness. He's so affronted. To be fair, someone did run up with a mouse in his hand. It is wearing a very good hat. He's clearly uniformed to match the rest of the security <laughs> guards. I do like how pleased uh, the re- the audience is, though. Oh, yeah, they're down for it. They're like, yeah, sure, give me the mouse and yeah. stuff. You know there's a reporter back there being like, best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't take long for the head judge to go for it. Yeah. With his aggressive eyebrows. Very aggressive. It's a whole aggressive pose, this page. The two-page spread where he's just like looming over Norman and he's way too excited. I want you to know, what would your reaction be if you were this head judge? Oh, absolutely. Right? It's not the wrong reaction. I just, the the visual is largely from Norman's point of view and I feel attacked <laughs> by this man <laughs> leaning over. His, like, mustache is falling away from his face. <laughs> He's leaned so over. Um, but he just... Why, yes! Who else could have created the darling young mouse on the flying trapeze? I don't know. Anybody with a set of wire pliers? <laughs> but who would have thought to do so? I don't know. It is a really excellent idea. What would you like for your prize? Well, it's not like they're going to be able to give him $600. It's true. It's true. If it's a cash prize, what's a mouse going to do with cash? Make lovely bedding out of it. Mm-hmm. Ask you to deposit it and buy him a lot of cheese. Like a lot of cheese. Like a lot of cheese. So I like the idea yes. that we've asked him. But now, now we have fully gone with, you. please, sir, my yep. name is Norman. I'm the downstairs 
I'm the doorman downstairs and I've always dreamed of seeing the upstairs part of the museum without getting caught. This is why I'd like best. This simple request was granted immediately. So we can understand. Absolutely understand each other. Yes. So we've gone into a world. It's one thing that the mouse has clothes. Yeah. And we've made things. Yeah. But now we can communicate. <laughs> this does get more dangerous. And is you it were, only mice? But you were willing to mouse trap. Yeah. In a world where mice and people can talk to each other. So, did we always know mice could talk? Or is this just the first time anyone's asked? It seems unlikely that it's the first time that anyone's asked. And I know that sharing of information was a little bit trickier because there wasn't the internet. <laughs> but it wasn't that tricky. <laughs> to be like, hey, mice can talk. talk. Have you tried talking to a mouse? And also, why would it be that mice could talk and no other animals? Because we, we've we covered a couple of mice book. Yeah. Uh, and it seemed apparent that the mice could understand. I guess only Anatole really yeah. did. Mice can understand humans, which we've always been willing to go. Yeah. My, my dog understands key phrases. Yeah. I bet Casper understands key phrases. Hmm. He doesn't like to listen. <laughs> He's a bad listener. I mean, to be fair... Dog versus cat, so, yeah. And, but this idea that you understand the mouse. Yeah. So what do you do with this information going forward? Like, that changes the whole world. Yes. Because then you're going home and you're being like, Fido, do you <laughs> have anything to share? Can I, do you do, do you wish you were wearing a hat? Right. Would you, would you like a nice profession? <laughs> so, and we've talked about this. Yeah. There's this great thing about mice coexisting Absolutely. and feel like miniature. They feel so good. So good at doing that. Right. You sharing your space and yeah. then making use of your things. Super good. A plus. If you Love the trip. really want the trope of mice making use of your things, please check out Something for Nothing. <laughs> but... But we're talking. Yeah, when you talk to each other, and it's not even like the mouse is talking to a small child and we can decide that like mm. the small child can understand, but as they grow up, they will stop understanding. Right. That and no one will believe that you're understanding because you're a small child. And it's the world of imagination yeah. making the leap. Um, because children who, don't, who do not speak the same language, if they're young enough... Absolutely just talk to each other. Yeah, it's not <laughs> a problem. I watch my daughter have a communication with... Swedish or kid and they worked it out long enough they figured out how to tell each other their age <laughs> their names and what color shoes they were wearing nice fascinating I mean that's all the important information there is really right you they, top they, three absolutely. all they needed <laughs> <laughs> um but yes now you are talking yeah through the mouse yeah, it, it, it raises some uncomfortable questions. It, boy, does it. So, but despite the fact that that has happened, we go, the guard takes the mouse on a tour. I just want to point out that it's, we, I mean, I know if you're a guard at a museum, you know where all the art is. But shouldn't the docent be really yeah. doing this? Like there's someone whose job it is to know the art and take someone on a tour. And, this and is it's a not winner. the guard and it's not the doorman. No, I mean, to be fair, 
Norman is a one-stop shop. Yes. Dorman slash... Docent slash... Yes, curator. Artist. Yeah. Um, repair. Um, oh. Restorationist. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> True. But we're, we're bonding. We are bonding. And it's nice that, that we are bonding. And just in case you weren't sure if he was a guard, now he's carrying a giant ring of keys. Yep. <laughs> well, it's to get... It's so that they can look at the, like, real special locked-up art. Well, and to... It was... When Daniel and I went to the Louvre, we found out they would close certain rooms before the whole museum was closed. Ah. We were doing a fun, like, over over a summer, we were yeah. going to try and see as much as possible. And we have a map somewhere. We, color, we circled uh. in different colors every room we saw. And you get to the point where you're like, I could not care about another medieval antiquity. Yep. I barely care at all. But then when we get some places and there would be like two rooms locked and we'd be like, but no, no, I, I need it. I don't ever want to come down to this section again. <laughs> <laughs> so keys. Yeah. And then we've got some excellent paintings. That one's real. Yeah. The little the, boy. The little boy in red. Yes. That one I know well from something and the other two on the wall look extremely familiar yeah those ones i can't place as well but the little boy in red yeah is so clear in my oh, brain yes. yeah he's real famous i don't know who he is i don't know who painted him but he's very famous i and think i've seen him in person <laughs> the painting not the boy yes the boy i suspect has long been gone dead. for a long time Debating how he died. <laughs> um, so now, so we had our tour. Yep. Feels like there should have been a couple more pages of it. Yeah. Maybe it's just super indulgent on my part of wanting to see more of the museum. It would be nice to see more of the art. But yeah. But it is already, like, that's already page 61. True. True. And I can see how you would decide that. Time to wrap it time up. To, time to be done, perhaps. So Norman shows back up. Oh, does he have new fancy? He does seem to have new mittens. And also... Oh, and epaulets. Epaulets. Yeah, there are no... Yeah. Epaulets. Yeah. Possibly. He's been... Possibly he's gotten a raise. <laughs> Promotion. Promotion, even. You can tell yeah. by the epaulets. <laughs> Rank. Yes. Um... And he's welcomed in the country mice. Yeah. Who are as cliche. They're such country mice. They're like. patches. He's got a stick with a kerchief on the end and a straw hat. And like a beaten down straw hat. These are depression era mice. Yeah. I do like the little mouse's, the baby mouse's uh, pointy hat. Yes. The pointy knit hat is very good. And bonnet on sister? Yeah. Bonnet's good too. Uh, and they seem perfectly fine about being left out. Yeah. Uh, they were making a... They do seem to have found the... Uh, other Mouse's Top Other Mouse's Top Hat. For their um, Snow Mouse. Yeah. He's a really good Snow Mouse. I like that he's not snow. quite done. They haven't yeah. sucked the other ear on. You imagine trying to stick an ear on a snowman? <laughs> yeah, you gotta hope for, like, the perfect snow. I mean... New York does at least get wet snow. Yeah. In case you're wondering, Colorado makes terrible snowman snow. There was one day this year when it, at the time that it was like those giant, giant. flakes 
it, it, it felt like snowballs were falling out of yes. the sky. That that would have been good snowball snow. Uh, normally, when we get a big snow, someone does dill the snowman at the park. Yeah. Um, but normally, our snow is too dry. It's really yeah. hard to even make a snowball out of, like, big crush on you. <laughs> so the solution at the elementary school seems to be, pack it around some ice. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They're working on it. That, yeah. <laughs> and so Norman brings in his fine country... Friends. friends and shares a big slice of cheddar cheese a present given to him by the kind-hearted guard who definitely won't do murder anymore because now you have to look norman, norman in the eyes and like now do you have to bury him like <laughs> you i mean a mouse doesn't live very long oh the, oh god there's some real there are some ramifications here that are not addressed because it's a children's book which yeah. is best. With, yes. Um, and then just good old fashioned yeah. fun. That it's, oh, what a wonderful way to end the day. Good night on the next page. And he's in his helmet. And it's night with a K. Badumcha. Uh, the I, end. I do like a bad pun better than you do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And that is Norman the Dorman. The experience of reading the book. It's longer than I think it is. It, 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 it is longer than you think it is. And I remember the first time I read it, I went, wow, this is longer than I think it is. And then I picked it up and I was like, oh no, gotta read it real fast <laughs> for the podcast. And I was partway through and I was like, no, gotta keep going. Why does it keep going? There's... Not in a bad way. No. I am not sad that it's as long as it is. Because there's a lot of story. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens. There's none of the pages or things where I'm like, ooh, we could just move that along. Because that happens sometimes in yes. a book. Where you're like, I, I see how you're having a nice time here. Right. But may... But we could have moved on and expanded somewhere else that was more interesting. I do wonder, and if this is a 1950s style, but... Pages are more descriptive, and they we've are. gone for, like in the way of artistic purposes. Yes, we've gone for a slightly wordier way of saying things. That's true, but it doesn't typically feel overly indulgent. No, it just feels like the style, and I think sometimes older books are like yeah, yeah, they're not as brief. I think. Go ahead. Nope. I think one reason I continuously am surprised how long it is, is the pictures are so lovely and you want to just look at the picture set and you're like, oh, wow, that's like six lines I got to read. <laughs> it's true. It is. There's a lot to, there's a lot to read on almost all the pages. Yeah. No, it's a nice time. I, reading it, I definitely went, ah, Katie likes this book. This, this book is about Katie and art. <laughs> this book is about Katie and art. <laughs> It's funny because it's so clearly the Met. Yeah. But uh, my hometown had an art museum, which mm. my hometown is only like 150,000 people. Mm -hmm. uh, and we had an art museum. Mm -hmm. It wasn't it wasn't that big, but it was a real size museum. Mm -hmm. And they did rotate some things out. And there's something that feels very familiar like mm -hmm. i think because it was also the only art museum i knew yeah. existed for a very long time yeah. it it feels like it and i think part of it is 
the casualness of the ah, yes. contest. And my dad did a couple craft shows there when I was like, we. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it feel, in, in the casualness of just strolling in and dropping off your statue, <laughs> it felt a little small town. Yeah. It's clearly not. It's not, but yes. How much art museum did you, because you so much. grew up in a real city. I mean, in the, I grew up in the suburbs, but we but went. But of a real city. But of a real city, and the, the Montreal Museum of Art is very good. It's a very good museum. I've been to it a number of times. <laughs> and the Modern Art Museum is also really cool and separate. Right. Yeah, I went to, I wouldn't say we went like all the time because it was kind of an event to, you know, right. drive downtown and find parking and get to the museum and walk around the museum and complain about walking around the museum <laughs> and walk back to the car and be like, I hope we didn't get a ticket. And then we got to drive back. And what if we waited until it's rush hour and then you got to stay so much time in rush hour in the car because you're driving back to the suburbs during rush hour. Bad news bears. That is, I did not have to deal with that. Yeah. God, I hate it. Yeah, again, oh. nothing I grew, dealt with oh. until I was, like, an adult. Oh, rush hour as a kid. We... So. You went to the Museum of Art every year in elementary school. That was the field trip. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah. I don't know. I, just, I don't think we ever went in elementary school. We certainly went in high school. Because it was much closer. Mm. Uh, we just... It, it was the cultural touchstone of town. Mm-hmm. And never, and I think all the elementary schools went on the same day. Oof. It was crawling with <laughs> your age elementary schoolers. Rough. Yeah, I feel bad because I'm sure there was only like three docents in the entire museum. Yeah. But yeah, I feel, I feel like this book is definitely a me. Yes. I, I feel very touched that my second grade teacher knew because we didn't all get the same book. Right. She picked a book for you. And that's that what lovely. she, she yes. picked for me. She picked very well. <laughs> In ways she probably never even imagined. Almost certainly. Uh, I have... Uh, I have... Half written my own children's book about <laughs> a guard at a museum. <laughs> One of these days I'll actually finish a children's book. Yes. Be a great day. Will be. All right. We the What's yes. the moral of the story, uh, Katie? Besides that I am sleepy and doing a big yawn. <laughs> well, you didn't do a whole show. Your body's like, we're supposed to sleep when we're not doing shows. Yep. Uh art is for everyone. Don't kill the mice because maybe they can talk to you. Yeah. Maybe it's a good thing we've moved on since 1950s mouse traps for the most part. Yeah. Kind of yes, kind of no. Yeah. See, uh, most of our other episodes containing mice to hear stories of my father and his mouse tour bus. Right? I hate the sticky mouse traps. I think they're way more cruel than yeah. just a good no, old fashioned awful. snap. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Um, yeah, I don't really have a great moral. If um, I'm being honest. You shouldn't. You, you should just enter. A contest, if you see it. Art makes you happy inside. Find your dream job and live it to the (laughs) fullest. 
but only if you don't live in an entirely capitalist society where you get ground down and then you hate your art that you love the most. Yeah. (laughs) Visual art, not performing art. Yeah, those are different. Yeah, completely (laughs) different. (laughs) Maybe we should put uh, Hattie the backstage that later down the list. (laughs) It's maybe been a hard time going back into theater post-pandemic. Well, yeah, it's a whole... Getting back up. Ramping back in. Yeah, it's the amount of... Just, you don't realize quite how much sort of momentum you've built up behind yourself where it's just, this is just the way it is and it's always like this and we just do it. And you lose that. And ramping it up again is very hard. And maybe you've had a little time to step back and be like, hold on. But why is it always like this? Yeah. This seems wrong. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if we keep that up. Good joy in. <laughs> Next week. Yeah, uh, no, no. No. Next time. time. Yes. Next time we're reading one of mine. Uh, and it will be Angel and the Polar Bear by Mary Louise Gay. That's also going to be a longer one, isn't it? It's not super long. Okay. I just... It's... I'm not quite familiar. S- yes. It's quite silly. Uh, Ooh, I do like that. It's a book that really... Like it... You look at it and you go, ah, that's a children's book from Quebec. <laughs> Good. Another, I'm sure the Boulder Library will have it for us in a second I think one. they might. To be fair, they had Norman the Dormant. Yeah. We've been and pleasantly she, surprised. Mary Louise Gay has written a huge number of books. I was going to say her name sounds very familiar. Um, and she's got a really distinct style. And she shows up in all sorts of places because I think she, I don't know if she translated her books herself, but they got translated like right away. Nice. Like, I think they came out simultaneously, yeah. French and English. They are not an obscure one. They just, the art style. Is very. Is, it just, and it might just be that Mary Louise Gay is from Quebec and I read them in Quebec when I was small. But like, I see similar art and I think, ah, that's from a children's book from Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be a fun time. Like Dixit cards. Have you played Dixit? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, I've made a mistake. Maybe. We're going to play a board game. Okay. You're going to love it. (laughs) And you're going to look at the art on the cards. And I'm going to say, it looks like a children's book that's in French. Okay. But you know what? (laughs) You can look at something and go, ah, children's book from the 80s. Yes. Children's book. From the 50s. 50s. Gosh, the the style of this, you're like, so this is clearly set in the 50s. Yeah. Just without trying. Yeah. So that's what we're reading next week. It's very exciting. Next time. Next time. Next time. Because next week, who who even knows what'll be happening. Right. Engagement. Who are you who is listening? Please, we want to know. You don't even have to say very much. Just an email that says, hi. I found your podcast because I was searching a book. Question. How did you find it? Yes. How How did you get here? Also, why do we have so many of you from the UK? Truly. We're excited you're here. We're so excited. Stay. Please stay. Just like, where in the UK are you from? Just let us know. Maybe we need to start engagement at the beginning because maybe we just lose them halfway through the episode. It's possible. Also... 
Why do you love Max and Molly so much? I mean, it's we great. loved it. We it's did a good it. Time. It was a good episode. But it's but very popular. Jurg, are you our biggest fan? Maybe it's Jurg. P- please engage. Jurg, we would love to hear from you. Yes. Would you like to be a guest? <laughs> pick, a, pick a book from your childhood. <laughs> Let wow. us know. Send us an email. The Peter Rabbahole at gmail.com. Visit the website www.peterrabbithole.com or hit us up on Instagram at Peter Rabbit Hole. We Please. Could, we could not sound more desperate. Please. Look, there's no holding back, friends. <laughs> we just want to know. <sighs> Support us on Patreon. Yeah, it'll Why be then? great. Okay, bye. Bye.